I just waited a minute to push record. Yeah. Because I was trying to think of something to say, and I really thought I would have something yeah, to say. Yeah, I thought you were going to come in hot. I don't. Yeah, you came don't. in really subtle, really soft. It's a night podcast. I got a little bit more chill yeah, right recording now. Recording late at night. Again, yeah. a Sunday night recording. Yes. Trying to get it up before midnight. Got it up. Or no, last week we did Monday night recording. We did a Monday night recording, and it yeah. got posted at 12.06 a.m. on Tuesday. We yeah, missed it by six minutes. That's kind of like in a different time zone. Yeah, it was and like because of that, I feel, like, I feel like the ad suffered a little bit because of it. it was I like, honestly thought it was the best ad ever. It's like a nine-word ad. <laughs> yeah, it was class. It came in so quick. I just it hope, violated your ears. It just I was just so hope, fast. I hope that Brett... Thinks that he got three dollars out of that ad because <laughs> he paid three dollars for that ad. Yeah, as he should. And that's what is, uh, fifty I mean, cents like, per word, yeah. essentially, <laughs> give or take. It's pretty close. Uh, so hopefully this week uh, we're going to record halves one and two, and then record an ad afterwards. Another uh, Brett Hoy ad. Them. Another Brett Hoy ad. Thank you, Brett Hoy. Yeah, thanks. Six for whole bones. I my just man. Got a, I just got my monthly receipt today from Simplecast, reminding Ooh. me that they've taken my money. Yes, and that I have not done anything really to replace that money. <laughs> yeah, save for rely on Brett Hoy's generosity. Yeah, Brett, keeping us afloat. Our live show is in a week Ooh. and a half. Yes, it is. And I've thought of so many ways to get money, and I don't feel right about any of. Like, I don't want to charge people to come. Right, yeah. But I think, like, the best thing, which would also be the saddest, would be to, like, pass around a tip chart. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like that's scraping the bottom of the barrel at that point. But if it's a detective's cap that you pass around? A blood-stained cap. A blood-stained cap. I feel like that's acceptable. Is it not? Uh, No, that'd be okay. Yeah, but then we get enough money to pay back buying the fake blood and the cap, so we end up just evening out. Or we don't quite make that much <laughs> yeah. money and we're just, we've asked our friends for money and we're <laughs> still in the hole. I went to a Hardy Boy or a Hardy and Sons concert and all I got was this bloody hat. We'll make <laughs> well, those shirts. Well, I'm keeping the hat. <laughs> yeah, I'm keeping the hat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you paid I for got it. a picture with this hat. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I had to make this t shirt myself. <laughs> I like it's this idea. This on is ridiculous. Yeah. yeah, we could just uh, make the hat. We could print it, print a bunch of photos from different angles. Follow me, and then we fold it together like origami. Make an origami hat, and then just put ketchup on it. What about a small sticker of a bloodstained hat, like an inch wide? Yeah, that we can have someone take a selfie and then just put this sticker on their screen, and then have someone take a photo <laughs> of their screen. <laughs> With this sticker on it. What do you think? I like this. Million dollar idea? It's a million dollar idea. Hell, <laughs> I, I'd even say two. Selfie stickers. I'd say two Selfie million stickers. idea. It's happening. Million. It's all <laughs> happening, man. Remember this moment. I'm remembering it changed. right now. Here it is. And in there. We are. So we've talked a bit this week about the live show and the format. Yes. And how we're sort of switching things around to cater to the non-listeners. Yes. People will have a good time. Uh it is audience friendly. So what I was thinking, I haven't mentioned this to you yet, but Ooh, we, I like we talked about trivia and we've got some yes. trivia questions sort of as we walk through it, ask some questions, sort of get people guessing about the decisions that the Hardys make <laughs> yeah. and things like that. And I was thinking <laughs> if we like single people out and be like, come on stage, we're going to ask you a trivia question. I like this. And put somebody on the spot. And if they get it right, 
Um, not for all of them, obviously. Confetti maybe, cannons? Confetti cannons. We've got a couple of those left. Yes. Uh, confetti cannons. Maybe a drink will go on my tab. Ooh. Um, and then I'll ask for people's money to help pay for that drink. <laughs> um, and, and like stickers. We've got stickers. I know last time yes. we gave them out indiscriminately. Now it's a prize. The supply is getting a little low. So yeah, we make it a prize. I like that. And what this does is it gives a little bit of an edge to the current listeners because they're going to know potentially. So we have to limit how many times Brett Hoy can come up and Keith Mays and uh, Justin. Right. We have three for sure listeners. They can only go one. And Irene. So we have four for sure listeners. You guys, <laughs> they can only go once, right? Or and are we I'm just going to sure, allow them to keep going? I'm pretty sure all of them have stickers from the last live show. Yeah, but we'll sign these stickers. Oh, dude, that's a great idea. Yeah, with black marker. I just had another. What if we? What if we brought some headshots? Ooh, signed some headshots, like from the Brett Hoy catalog, or no, no, no. Like we, we could like either new take, photos, either do new photos or take our like promo photo that's like the thumbnail for the podcast of like you and i with the fog and the lamp have those available and we'll sign those for like 200 bucks a pop 200 these are both signed sorry 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 sorry, sorry. two hundred thousand dollars a pop oh okay yeah that's yeah yeah okay okay now we're talking now we're talking (laughs) yeah (laughs) uh yeah so i i I hope it'll be an enjoyable experience um again confirmed our opener Will be Jeffrey Bagelshoe Hansen. Bagelshoe, I've been gonna, hearing a lot about this man. Ten I, minutes I was, of intimacy. I was just talking uh, to him today. Yeah, and he has reiterated that his performance will be two words: memorable and vulnerable. <laughs> and I've asked him not to make it funny, and he he has taken that to heart. And I don't know what he's doing, but he has promised me that a it's going to be vulnerable and heartfelt. It is not something that he does. Like it is out of his comfort zone. Oh my goodness. And B that he may steal the show. Well, yeah, we were showed up by high schoolers. That's what I want. Yeah. Last, last like, time and this time. Last time we made a brilliant musical performance. Murdered by someone named Bagel Shoe. Yeah. Shoe bagel or bagel shoe? Which Old one is it? Bagel shoes. Old is bagel shoes. Full nickname. Yeah. Old bagel shoe. Old. So he's not yet a gum shoe. No, he's a bagel shoe and an old one. At and that. an old one. Yeah, we got to get him up to being a pretzel shoe. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. But uh, I, I would say the one tip to the listeners, since you guys are listening to this, um, if you want a better chance of uh, winning one, one of the trivia questions is going to be about. Which of like the fifty eight original Hardy Boys books we're gonna say like which one of these is made up? And so if you want to memorize all fifty eight original titles, you may end up with a sticker. I like that. So worth the challenge. Time it's gonna take. I already know someone who's taking that challenge. Yeah, somebody's got flashcards. Yeah, and and send us that. I'm picture talking of you about you, Hoyman. <laughs> Wipe that smile off your face. I didn't think face, it needed sir. to be said. It I was going to be said. Do- I wanted I was, him to I hear. I was going to leave the door open for Keith or Justin or no. Irene. No, it's Hoyman all the way. He's okay. encyclopedic. He's okay. going to do it too, and then just start naming them off like he's naming off the states of America, and it's going to make me angry. I think if he can make it to book twelve, I'll buy him a drink to sit down. I think that's a bad idea. You're going to buy him a drink then. One yeah, to twelve? But, yeah, he's got he, that easily. Make it harder for him. Twenty-seven. My my goal is to minimize the amount of time that Brett Hoy stands up at our show reciting <laughs> the titles. Are you talking about the Marshmallow Man himself? I'm talking about Pizza Party Paul. <laughs> yeah. The Marshmallow Man. Brett has a lot of food nicknames. He should be a Hardy Boys character. He's working at Niche right now, right? 
Or pastoria? Oh, you know what? I think so. He's a foodsman. Yeah, he's definitely a foodsman. He's He's a a chef's man. I've seen his cooking. It's delicious. Yeah. He's always posting smoked salmon. Yeah, and uh, and due to his eye, he always presents He's got a bad eye? No, I'm saying like his eye for videography. Oh, Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and conjunctivitis. (laughs) (laughs) The fact that they're both wooden. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. But yeah, I'm, ex- I'm excited for this live show. And I am too. I know it does no good to say this on the podcast, but we're really doing a lot to make it enjoyable for people who don't listen to the podcast. Yes. Like you don't have to have followed along. And so if you are listening, the four <laughs> of you, and you want to bring some of your friends along and vouch for this amazing experience they're going to have. Yes. I well promise said. you it's going to be weird. <laughs> yeah, that's very fair. And I was thinking today, like it is in the back of my head, like what if like eight people show up, which is entirely possible. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, last time we had a pretty packed house, right? Last time we had like 20, 25, 30 people somewhere. Yeah. There. Like we had a decent thousand. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously K. Yeah. 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 K. Yeah. You <laughs> um, but there's something funny to me about it being poorly attended. We said for the very first one, we would have been happy if it was just us and quite possibly just Brett Hoy. Yeah. And so the only where, the only place I feel bad is for the monocle we oh, were hosting yeah. because I'd like them to make some revenue off our drink orders. Yeah, uh, that would be that would be. They're giving us the room for free. Thank you, the monocle. Free admission. Yeah, um, but we're going to encourage people to uh, to patronize the place. Yeah, um, but in the future, I, I I picture like yeah these. I would love to do like Powell Hall and open it to the public. And do an episode and have like a behind the scenes sort of like us at the edge of the stage, you know, doing our big bow at the end yeah. with like six people <laughs> and not sitting together. Oh, completely out spread throughout out the hall. Yeah, I like that very much. And all of them texting in the photo. <laughs> <laughs> that's there's there's a bigger joke. That's Dreams longer, can come true. Yeah. We can make this happen. And, and we I just s- need how much money to rent out Powell Hall. We got connections. We got friends. They owe us favors. Okay, now we're talking. We squeezed an extra whole. We're going to make out. this work. Yeah. that's true. We did. Yeah. Okay. I mean, they paid us slightly for that, but oh yeah, I think yeah. we could parlay it into a. We can definitely parlay into an hour yeah. on a Monday. Yeah, no big deal. Yeah, we can get in there and get out. Um, I would also like to go on tour at some point, and I feel like, like we're not going to th- go on tour. What's that? Like we're not going to go on tour. Um, of I've course got, that's going to happen. I've got a connection for a theater in Chicago, the Filament okay. Theater. Yes. I uh, know some Chicago peeps, too. We can definitely get like three people. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> perfect. This we place, like keeping it intimate. This place intimate, seats intimate, like 50, intimate. so I wouldn't want to get too many people. No. Because then no. it's going to look, look like we that's tried. It's too crowded. Yeah. Yeah. But so we got ideas. We need our voices to reverberate through the, you know, the walls and whatnot. We want people the crickets are blocking to our waves. Yeah. yeah. We want it to be awkward. <laughs> I think what's, what's going to be exciting to me if we do, as we do more live shows and if we can do them in more adventurous places is what openers we're going to get. And I would really like to be known for yeah. our openers and what we pull out of people. I like and that what a we lot. Highlight. Yeah. Uh, We're giving people shots and chances. And so far, no one has done a bad job. Yeah. I'd say both the openers last time uh, definitely outstaged us. Oh, totally. 100%. Hands down. Yeah. 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 And, <laughs> it was really hard to follow both. I, I feel like we've got a better chance this time. Now yeah. that we've got one uh, under our belts. 
I think we were going to tweak the form. Like we mm-hmm. we did not have the right format for that first show. No, um, so I I'm, was thrown off. We were wearing almost a similar shoes, and it was just like <sighs> kind of dressed alike. Yeah, we both had hats. I didn't have a hat. I know, but I did. <laughs> I had a hat. Yeah, you had a hat on a hat. That that was the thing. You wore two hats. Yeah, and I should have had a cap on a peg. You should have had the cap on the peg, with the blood stains. I would like someone named Peg to be there with a cap on. <gasps> oh, I like what you did there. Yeah, Peggy. You ready for Peggy what I'm cap. about to do here? Yeah, chapter nineteen. Uh, I thought you were going to join me on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's yeah. Do it again. Let's do it again. I didn't know what chapter we were on. Chapter, chapter nineteen. 19. The chase. I was hoping that in Hardy Boys fashion, this would not actually be a chase. It would be like, like at like the Chase Park Plaza. Like it would (laughs) would be like a place, not an actual chase. That's the the hotel with the terrible movie theater inside of it, right? The Chase Park Plaza. Yeah, I think so. I've never been to that theater, but you have. They did the uh, El Camino, the Breaking Bad movie there. And okay. that theater blew. Shout out to our sponsor, the Chase Park Plaza <laughs> Theater. theater. <laughs> it's like watching at home. Thank you for for the but three more dollars. uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but yes, I was uh, I was surprised. It's this was like an action packed chapter. Yes, but. The chase (laughs) was over pretty quick. (laughs) Well, there was a secondary chase because we're following two, uh, not just one, but two sets of people. That's true. Which kind of confused me. The first chase was was resolved so quickly. (laughs) I'm going to call it like a light bulb dilemma. Yeah. It seems like, okay. okay. And as we're going to find out, man, these. There's there's two. threads that carry through here for me Mm -hmm. one is that the police are trying so hard to be the popular kids in school yes and it's awesome and that the smugglers are the lamest pushovers yeah ever like just not cut out for crime these are the (laughs) people who are like they don't want to hurt anyone (laughs) we're sorry 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 like that's yeah that's how i feel oh you nailed it on that and also just to catch everyone up the last chapter Ended, ah, yes, ah, yes. Um, with what did they see? They saw the small rowboat uh, yeah, so leading some, away from. So some drugs got thrown off the Marco Polo. It yeah, like, and they saw a scooping net pick up. That's what it was. Pick yeah, up stuff. And then all of a sudden, motorboat speeds off. Chapter ends with the chase, the chase is, is on. on. And then the next chapter is the, the chase. chase. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see like in parentheses is on. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I would it's love on, that. Comma the chase. The chase. <laughs> the heat is on. So, uh, so I like that song. Um So real quick here, uh the the very last paragraph. Um so that speedboat uh starts picking up and then suddenly the engine of the smugglers speedboat was started. Tersley Brown began issuing orders to his men. The, their motors roared into action. The chase was on. So both boats roaring. Mm. Engines going. Chase yeah. is on. And then the first sentence <laughs> of, of the, the next chapter is, 
In a few minutes, the Henley's brilliant searchlight was turned on. And I thought, why did you wait a few minutes? <laughs> I know. I was like, is this something that just, it's like an HMI ball where it just takes 15 yeah. minutes to come like, up to temperature? It's an old temperature. gymnasium where like if someone leans on the light switch and turns yeah. it off, it's like, oh God, it's going to be 25 minutes before we can play again. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, and if you and I like that it was it was a brilliant searchlight. Oh, so it's brilliant. very smart. It's very smart. Uh, and this uh, searchlight picked up the speedboat, which was racing towards shore at full power. Which, if it was at full power, I imagine they weren't that far out from the cove, right? What do you mean? Right now, where the boats were, if they rowed out there. They couldn't have been very far out into the ocean. So if you're going full speed towards the little uh, hidden section, oh, that's going to take I you two think, minutes. I don't think they rowed all the way out to the boat. I'm guessing they powered up like a, an hour oh, early. And like then they the last Okay, so they're far um, out in the ocean. I mean, that's what I would assume. That's not what I was picturing, but thank you for clearing that up. Um, but then we get... Uh, so it's racing towards shore, but gradually the Coast Guard boat lessened the distance between them. And I thought, that's a dumb way of saying that. <laughs> it's like the Coast Guard boat didn't not get further away. Yeah. What? So they got Weird. closer? Yeah, this whole chapter is actually written really poorly. It's some of the Similar worst to writing. the last chapter yes. and the 17 before that. <laughs> This one hit me really hard of just thinking this person just gave up at this point. Like they didn't care. The yeah. publisher stopped reading it. No one cared. They're just like, yep, pass it through. So whatever. My degree is in biology. Nice. And I knew like almost two years before I graduated that I wasn't going to go into biology. Yeah. Um, I knew I wanted to go into video. Um, and but I was faced with this decision of, like, if I switch my major and, like, try to major in communications or, like, get a degree other than biology, I'm going to be here for, like, another five years. Like, or, or not yeah. five years, but I'd be here for, like, a, a total of five. Yeah. Um, like, I would have to do at least an extra year of college. And so I had this game of, like, you know what? It's going to be easier and better for me to just finish with a biology degree, get mm-hmm. out of here, and start working, which is what I did. And I feel like that was the same strategy in this book <laughs> yeah. of like he got to like chapter sixteen and the publisher's like, dude, this sucks. <laughs> but rather than Wrap start over, up. yeah, just <laughs> let them find their dad. Yeah, they can get kidnapped a few more times. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, but but then yeah, let's just get out of here, man. <laughs> yeah. Let's start start another one. Finish this one, but start another one. Yes, I think that nails it a hundred percent. So, Chief Petty Officer Brown, once again, clunky title. Yes. Uh, the first of several in this book, uh, or in this chapter, uh, picked up the megaphone and shouted for the fleeing men to stop. They paid no attention. <laughs> and this is the <laughs> only moment me. Is the only moment in this chapter where I'm like, yeah, smugglers, you go. Yeah. Go, smugglers. Don't listen to them. Yeah. They, yeah. they said stop, but you, you, you kept, kept going. going, you smugglers. Like, I'm not paying attention to that. I know you're saying something, but I'm you not going to give you my attention. Breakers. Yeah. La, la, la. I can't hear you. <laughs> not paying attention. I'm going to pull my denim turban over my ears to block out your <laughs> sound waves. down. <laughs> Tie it with twine. <laughs> and then this is, oh, God, this little paragraph. Uh We'll have to show them we mean business, the officer told Biff, Phil, and Jerry. 
will shoot across their bow. But what I like about this is that the officer seems to be like nudging, like he's telling yeah, us to the boys, yeah. like, uh, hey, we're about to fire hey, some guys, shots guys, off. guys, 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 we're going to have to shoot. Check yeah. it out. He huh. turns to him, light him up. So, do you want to take that, that next one there? He ordered the boys. He ordered the boys out of the line of fire. Okay, good choice. Safe. In case the smugglers should attempt to retaliate. Well good done. Call. They obeyed, and though from their shelter the three could not see the speedboat, they listened intently to what was going on. Hey, I'm going to do what Joe taught us. I'm going to stick my, my ear to the ocean and listen to the sound of the waves. Put your head underwater. <laughs> yeah. This is so stupid to add this in. Yes. Of like, And in the chase, they couldn't see anything. <laughs> yeah. Let's have our, our main characters Hear for me no out. reason. Hear me out. They listen to it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Fine. I guess. Okay. You know, I'm finish in. the book, man. I'm in. Will it be an exciting chase? No. No. It's almost no. over. <laughs> yeah. We're going to end it really soon, uh, but they're going to just be down below deck listening. But like when it ends, it's going to be like climactic, like, you know, a big, you know, uh, scene, right? Yeah. No. <laughs> no, it's not. No, absolutely not. It's going to be very, We're actually going to wrap it up within the next five sentences. Oh, Okay. So the Henley plowed ahead, and presently, the boys heard a shot whistle through the air. Stop your engine, Brown commanded. A second later, he added, drop those guns. So right Which, here... I, I feel like you should have them drop the guns first. I wonder if they couldn't have heard the drop the gun things until But they, they could, because they the purposely engine. weren't paying attention. We don't know that they weren't doing it on purpose. Or we, we don't know if they did it on purpose or That's not. That's true. They it just no says they paid no attention because they, were... they couldn't hear over the engines. Yeah. I mean, it's not out of the realm of possibility for this book to be like, and they turned out to be fishermen who had nothing to do with the smuggling. Said the deaf man. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good callback. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's good. So my favorite lines from the first book. Twerent Yeller. <laughs> Was that his name? No, they were saying like, did you oh, see that a, car torrent yeller, yeah. the uh, uh, a, jalopy. A, a speed, you know, a speedster came by here. Torrent yeller. yellow. I like that. So <sighs> a good big, bug. big opportunity for something here. Stop your engine. Drop those guns. The smugglers evidently did both. <laughs> for Skipper Brown said to the boys, "You fellows can come forward now." What? <laughs> Okay. What a squandered opportunity. Yes. You just had the boys duck. We're about to get this gunfight. It ends with them saying, like, we're about to get some action, this great chase. And I really thought someone was going to get shot. Why not have the smugglers return fire and not turn off the engine? And then the Coast Guard shoots the engine to stop it. Just like in. You're uh, talking about. Oh. Face off, I think. Like face off. Yeah. Yeah. But we're also, we have to do a callback here. We're talking about the same dudes who threw a hand grenade at a man in the ocean with Bill Jones. That's true. So you're saying, like, now they're just like, yeah. Sorry, sorry, sorry. We're done. Sorry, 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 sorry. But once again, the cop, so they still have, like, they've dropped the guns in their boat. Yes. The smugglers. Yes. And the cops are saying, it's all right, boys, come up. And then up. they're like, all right, boys, come on up. <laughs> yeah. Everything's safe. All it's I wrote the 20s. was, what if they have another gun? <laughs> <laughs> and then... They put that down pretty easily. And then, right grenade. away, to your point, 
Uh, the three scrambled to his side. Biff was just in time to see one of the two captured men half turn and slyly run his hand into the large jacket of jacket pocket of his sports jacket. Large pocket of his sports jacket. Biff expected him to pull out a gun, as anyone would, as they're smugglers, <laughs> and they probably had multiple yes. guns for exactly this Especially type of situation. Especially if you reach into the large pocket. Yeah, the large pocket of the sports jacket. And it's sporty, so he's, he's nimble. He's able to move. Yeah. He's, got, he's agile. Uh, but instead, uh, was about to warn Brown when the smuggler withdrew his hand and dropped something into the water. The rare drugs! <laughs> Biff thought. <laughs> oh, here we go. Instantly, he began peeling off his clothes. And when the others asked him what he was doing this Great for, question. he Great merely question, by the said, got an, under, got an underwater job to do. I like... So <laughs> it's, it's weird. The, like, Wink. just jump in the water. Yeah. Jump in the water yeah. with your clothes on. These drugs could float even further down. Well, actually, they're going to be there. But still, Tide could take them. Right. There's a, there's a number For, of reasons to, to not take the time to undress. Yeah. But furthermore, the verb used to describe the undressing is peeling. <laughs> yeah. And when I think of peeling off clothing, it is not a quick... Uh, like, if, uh, I, if I pull a sweatshirt off... I feel like that's it gonna was take, really sweaty, too. So it's right. Just, if I did that, that sound is going to stop. That sound is going to be awful. Don't, don't, please, no. I was thinking, if I take off like a sweatshirt or yeah. something like that fits normal, Ugh. I'm just popping it off. Yeah, we'll it's pop just that shirt off. off. Yeah, yeah. For me to have to peel something off. You've been in the sun too long and stuck your back. Or like I'm wearing way too tight of clothing. Like I feel like if I have to peel clothing off of me, I've done something wrong. And so that unless it is in sections, unless his clothes legitimately like you would peel a banana, he's just going. But wouldn't that just be like throwing off your clothes? I don't know. Essentially, peeling seems. <laughs> I don't know. I, I stuck on it's that. A, one. Yeah, For it, the it's author, very I'm like, strange. Just, just say that he, he took his clothes off. Yeah. He got naked, like all the other boys. Yeah, he wrapped his clothes around his head. He joined a put long on the denim list. turban. Yeah, he is the. Uh, Fourth boy. Yes, he is the fourth boy to get undressed in this book. Yeah, that's pretty amazing. Um, so Biff was over the side in a flash and swimming with strong, long strokes to the speedboat, and he went beyond it and around <laughs> to the far side. I imagine... Do you know those, like, water spiders? Yeah, they, like, run across the surface? <laughs> yeah, I just imagine <laughs> his long old legs. That's exactly how he's moving. It hasn't broken the surface. <laughs> the the The... the <laughs> All the friends look over at this man who just got naked. All he said was, you know, got an underwater job, and now he's just skimming across water like he's Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> got a slightly above water job to do. <laughs> In the meantime, Petty Officer Brown had ordered the smugglers to put their hands over their heads. As the Henley came alongside, two of the enlisted Coast Guardsmen jumped across and slipped handcuffs on them. And there's two things here. One, I love Coast Guardsmen. Yeah, it's the greatest but, thing in the world. But why do you have to say enlisted Coast Guardsmen? <laughs> yeah. Like what is, they're just making these things uselessly complicated, which also seems to it's undermine their legitimacy. They have to hit. I'm telling you, there's a specific word count. 
that they're just like, where can we add more words? Because it has to be 200 pages. Do you think they like uh, challenge each other to be like, you think you could use the word enlisted in like a weird place? Like, I could yeah, I could definitely use enlisted in this. You watch, you watch. Here we go. Could you say Coast Guardsman and get away with it? Oh, a couple times. Coast Guardsman? I could say Coast Guardsman. <laughs> <laughs> I'll use them both. So the other thing here is they, they jumped across the enlisted Coast Guardsman and slipped handcuffs on them. And I'm familiar with slapping handcuffs yeah, on someone. Yeah, I was, but this goes back to the peeling clothes. I'm like imagining they're already are these like latched. Yeah, and yeah. It's just like I'm just gonna try to get your hand around there. They're like lubing up their yeah, hands. Just dude, put just, some soap on his <laughs> wrist. Hang on, here we go. Need to slip these handcuffs on. It's 1920s. They haven't invented keys yet, so yeah. it's just a metal ring. We're gonna have to. Don't put it too tight. We're gonna have to slip it back off. We're gonna slip it on. Then we're gonna wash the soap off so it won't slip off again. <laughs> What if I put my hands in the sea? Use the salt water. Well, salt is going to inflate your hand. It's going to bloat you. You're going to retain water. <laughs> you got nothing on us. You got nothing we thought ahead. You ain't got no you right need to arrest soap. us. Oh, I was actually doing the line. What line? Were, were you still in the bit? Yeah. Oh, the next line. The next. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so Brown instructed one of the enlisted men to take the prisoners back to Coast Guard headquarters in the smuggler's boat. And I feel like calling it Coast Guard Headquarters just proves that it's like a club. It's just like, hey, take him back to Coast Guard Headquarters. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> take, him, take him back to base. <laughs> Ridiculous. Ridiculous. He didn't, he didn't say one, two, three, get off my father's apple tree. Oh, there we go. Now we're talking. You got nothing on us. Does that matter? Biff is still running across the water. The water's hot lava. The water's hot lava. <laughs> he makes it to shore. You got nothing on us. You got no right to arrest us. One of the captured men cried out. And at that moment, Biff Hooper's head <laughs> appeared over the side of the speedboat. And a moment later, he clambered aboard. So quick question. Where is he? Uh, He's over the side of the speedboat. No, no, he... he I'm sorry. He clambered aboard. Where is he? He's aboard. Oh, he's aboard. Yeah, okay. His boat. Yeah. He clambered aboard. He's aboard now. Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, he called out, you've got plenty on these men. Here's the evidence. Classic. He held up a waterproof bag, tightly sealed. It was transparent, and the printing on the contents was easily read. I happen to know what's in here is a rare drug. Biff wife. Biff wiped cocaine off his nostril. <laughs> I heard about. <laughs> I heard our doctor uh, mention it just a few days ago. This so Biff seemed pretty cool. Yeah, like athletic, spider-like, uh, <laughs> able to walk across town in yeah. six strides with his like freakishly long lizard. legs. <laughs> Jesus lizard, uh, but. Have you? I think we've talked about this. There's a YouTube show uh, that College Humor created mm -hmm. um, called Um Actually. Oh yes. And the the premise of the show is like poking fun at the nerds, um, but they give a fact from like Harry Potter, Lord of the Rings, or you know one of these uh, Game of Thrones. Yeah. And something is slightly wrong, and instead of buzzing in, you say Um, um actually, actually. Yeah. It's and you you correct them. <laughs> And that is exactly what I hear with, like, um, actually, I happen to know what's in here is a rare drug. Okay, Biff, thank you. Sit down, Th Biff. <laughs> thank you for your contribution. Old Biff Hoy over here. 
<laughs> this is a competition of the boys trying to impress the enlisted Coast Guardsmen and the enlisted Coast Guardsmen trying to impress these teenagers. <laughs> Biff's winning now because not only is he shirtless, but he's holding up drugs. Yeah, and he's holding them way up. Oh, yeah. Because it's super long. <laughs> he's holding them so far above the smugglers. Uh, can you get it? Can you get it? Whoop. <laughs> you can't get it. What an image that is. It's an image I know the reverse of so well. I feel like my whole life people have just like held things above me. Oh, that's sad. Emotionally and... and yeah, that's sad. Realistically. This just kick him in the knees. That's a good idea. Yeah, it but always his, works. His legs are freakish as long. His knees are <laughs> like eight feet off the ground. You have to jump right. up you and have, slap Yeah, you can't knee. do it. I forgot he had the amphibian spider legs. Uh, so this announcement about that... Uh, they have the rare drugs, took the bravado out of the smugglers. Mm. The two men insisted that they were only engaged to pilot this speedboat and deliver the drugs, but would not give the name of the person who had hired them, nor the spot to which they were supposed to go. We know both the answers already, Petty Officer Brown told the smugglers. Then he said to his wheelsman, which mm. I love that term. Are you a wheelsman? I'm definitely a wheelsman. Also, this line right here is the moment in the movie where there's a, a, a pause. It's a beat. It's a dramatic pause. And then the, the first camera. Of two dramatic pauses, by the way. Yes. The camera starts pushing in as he says, head for the house on the cliff. He said the title of the book. Mm. Awesome. And that's definitely going in the trailer. Yes, it is. 100%. You're darn right it is. Um, but so th- this is like the end of the first chase completely as the smugglers like, sorry, sorry, sorry. We were only supposed to drive. Sure, 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 sure. Yeah. Sorry. 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 <laughs> that bag's not mine. I, I was just involved in Japanese silk. <laughs> yeah. I don't know whose rare drugs those are. Maybe they're your doctors. You said he it was talking about doc- them. Listen, we transport ghosts and silk and that's all. Do you like your doctor? What doctor do you use? <laughs> Right now, what doctor do I use? Oh, I'm still doing the bit. Oh, you're still doing the bit. Like the smugglers are like, do you like your doctor? I'm trying to switch primary care (laughs) physicians. Uh, Yeah, I'm still using my pediatrician. I wish he used rarer drugs (laughs) is all. I feel like he uses very common drugs. He just puts leeches on me every time anything happens because it's the 20s. What kind of gown are you in? That's some sort of Japanese silk. (laughs) It's very comfortable. Yes, I really like it. Really let your ass breathe. <laughs> All right, Frank Reynolds. Uh, so then Biff was hauled aboard, and as he put his clothes back on, the Henley shot through the water. I thought Biff was already on board. He clamored aboard earlier on this page. You're right. And then they hauled him aboard, and I wondered, like, did he just want to jump back in? <laughs> yeah. Like, that's a thing that, that a we... A secondary dive. Like, with my brothers, we do this thing which really annoys each, uh, people... Mm-hmm. Um, like each other, not like just in general and other yeah. people. But uh, if we're on a boat, we'll do this thing where like people are like, all right, we need to get back. Okay, like we're done swimming. We all get on the boat and then we start the motor and we put it into gear and then all of a sudden we just turn off the motor and everyone jumps in the water again. So it means you need like another five minutes to like get out of the water, dry out. And yeah. We do this until, you know, it's, it's obnoxious and it's not funny anymore. Yeah. And then it gets funny to us. <laughs> And that's what I think Biff must have done here is like, oops. And like he, just, <laughs> yeah. he just wants to swim. Like he had almost caught an octopus He was made or for something. water with limbs like that? Are you kidding me? I feel that's like where he's he glides more like best. a squid. <laughs> Biff might not. I'm starting to see his limbs a little Biff differently now. Biff might actually be a squid. <laughs> a 
rare giant squid. <laughs> oh goodness gracious! Uh, also, there's another problem with this. Uh, earlier in the in the paragraph, book, by the way, well, earlier in the book, Biff is like, you know, I'd love to get home. I have a date. Uh, you know, what's her name? Oh, that's right. Um, and I wish he would, uh, because he's a squid, be like, oh, it's it's not a girl. I have to get into a tank of salt water <laughs> or I'll die. <laughs> I have, I have to. <laughs> I have to eat a quick porpoise <laughs> and then take a nap. Also, I'm I'm cold blooded and it's freezing I, out here. I'm starting to have flashbacks to book one. I think Biff did some swimming in the lake in that one. Yeah, I think yeah. He, he was. Uh, no, I think the lake was too cold to go swimming, so they just napped. Is that what happened? Yeah. Okay, I'm just, I'm going to start paying attention but to how many times Biff is swimming in these books. If if any if we can prove that Biff is not a squid, I'll be excited. But at this point, we Biff should could very so, well we be should a start a blog of just insane fan theories. And then when we're done with the podcast, yeah. done with all the books, uh, we send it to the publisher. I like it. Yeah, I think it's genius. We publish book fifty nine. Boom. Fan theories. Fan theories. Yeah. I think subtly in the background leads to us writing a book. Right. I think the background of a lot of our illustrations should just have a squid sort of peeking out. From oh, it's behind like where's something. Waldo? But it's where's Biff? Oh, that's good. Yeah, <laughs> we just have to continuously add this squid man. I like this. I like this a lot too. I need to do artwork for this chapter. Yes, you do. Did you ever do seventeen? No, I didn't. I yeah, will. You got two artworks to do, sir. So uh, Biff was hauled aboard, and as he put his clothes back on, the Henley shot through the water. He whispered to his pals, we'll see some more excitement, maybe. The Henley whispered that. Yeah, again. Right? I don't know. It's bad writing. It's all bad writing. A whispering boat. It's like the whispering eye. The boat whisperer. The boat whisperer. I like that. Um, So here begins... So this book, or this chapter, sort of has three acts. Yeah, it's we're with we're with the three boys. It's terrible. What would have been better if they intercut the stories? So right. this is the end of that entire chase. Yeah, that's over. Yeah. Um, then uh, the second chase is going to happen with uh, Chet and Tony. Yep. And then, spoiler alert, we're going to meet up with the Hardy Boys. Finally. I thought it was going to be two chapters without the Hardys. I was, I was okay with that. <laughs> well, I would have been fine with that. What they did in this book made me very upset. Oh, my God. <laughs> I can't wait to get to their part. Yeah, it is How amazing. on time? Oh, jeez. Uh, plenty of time. Yeah. Um, 33? 38. <sighs> doing great. Not you. You're not doing great at guessing the time. Yeah, You're I was close, though. With I the was chapters. close. Um, have you read The Godfather? Uh, the Mario Puzo book. Yes. Um, I read... Oh, no. Did he do a, another book that wasn't The Godfather that was just called The Mafia? Uh, he did one called Omerta. Oh, that wasn't it. I had a Mario... Did he do something called The Family? Probably. I got it from the library. It was the only Puzo I've ever read. Okay. So, it, no, I have not read The, the Godfather. Godfather. Unlike the movie... The Godfather, uh, the book, is presented out of order. It's not chronological. Oh, really? Um, and so I believe the opening scene is still the wedding, where yeah. like, you, you meet everyone. But then like the next thing you see is the Undertaker, uh, Amerigo Bonacera, yeah. being approached by the Godfather to like 
fix Sonny's face for the funeral. So Sonny's dead in chapter yeah. two. Then you don't see him die at the toll booth until way later in the book. And the whole thing sort of jumps around. They jump back in time to young Vito. Um, Interesting. It's like the whole second book with young Vito yeah. happens throughout the book. Um, the whole second movie. Oh. Um, but that's what I feel like sort of has been done here a little bit because we get this scene with, with them. Yeah. With the three. And then the next paragraph starts with, sometime before this, yes. Chad and Tony had reached the area where the secret tunnel was. So like Memento, yeah. we're just <laughs> flash cutting to, uh, to sometime before this and we're reestablishing our parameters. Yeah. Why not just start off with it then? Uh, so, oh man, this this chase lasts even. This is a three paragraph chase, where uh, so Chet and Tony had reached the area where the secret tunnel was. The patrol boat, which had been following them, turned on its great searchlight. So we've got a brilliant searchlight on and the a Henley, great one. yeah. And the Alice here has a, a great searchlight <laughs> to pick out the exact spot. Look, Chet cried out. A speedboat with two men in it had just entered the choppy, rocky waters in front of the tunnel. Halt! <laughs> Skipper Bertram of the Alice ordered. What a clunky... Skipper Bertram is a phenomenal name, by the way. Yeah, we've already met Skipper There's... Bertram from the last chapter. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Like, we were introduced to the crew... Because he and... had an even longer title, didn't he? Like, Chief Petty Officer Skipper Bertram. Uh, yeah, oh, it was definitely Chief yeah. Petty Officer Bertram. Now he's Skipper Bertram of the Alice ordered. Like, we know we're on the Alice. Like, yeah. you don't... Anyways, but so, here we go. He's yelling out, halt. Moment of action. What's going to happen? Yelling at the smugglers. Smugglers are close to the tunnel. What do you think's going to happen? The man at the wheel obeyed the command and turned off his motor. <laughs> <laughs> All right, things are turning up. Yes, uh, things are really turning up. Bertram today. <laughs> I'll take Bertram those of the medals Alice. now, Chief. <laughs> Snapman is the chief. I'm a Snapman. I'm a Snapman. But we do get this. Instead of surrendering, but instead of surrendering, he shouted to his companion, "Dives." <laughs> 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 why, why why introduce a new character's name why not just say dive to his companion you a thundercat sneffin sneffin like to say dive klein or to say dive another Roger. smuggler, like yeah. another, another smuggler that we've already met. Yeah. <laughs> Why introduce a new name that the, we've is, never heard of that isn't referenced elsewhere? Yeah, and this that is name all is that there is, is. This is all we get of Sneffin. Sneffin is in and out. We just know that Sneffin dove. <laughs> Sneffin dove. Dive Sneffin. Ooh, Sneffin doves. That sounds like a good like uh, chocolate company. Ooh. Yeah, settle down with a Sneffin dove. Well, I mean, Dove is a chocolate company. It is, yeah. That's, and a soap company. And a soap company. Yeah. The same soap used to slip on handcuffs. <laughs> Dove. The official soap of handcuffs before they latched. The official soap of handcuffs when they were still just rings. <laughs> what size are you? We got eight sizes here. 
<laughs> Dive, Dive sniffing. That'd be a great t-shirt, too. <laughs> People be like, who's sniffing? And we're like, apparently a smuggler that's mentioned for a heartbeat in... <laughs> well, did he dive? We you don't know. <laughs> what what is What had to have happened is similar to Alice and Henley and Bertram and these other names where, like, the author's trying to get brownie points with Alice Henley. Yeah. Um, like, I guess he started dating uh, someone named Sneffen. Yeah, that like, makes will sense. Put, will you put me in the book? Skip Sneffen. book. And so, like, I, but I'm already on, like, chapter 19. Like, Come please? on. You can work it in. Fine. <laughs> and so I, I stayed up all night and I wrote you the sentence. <laughs> Dive, Sneffen. I imagine her name is Sneffanie. <laughs> Sneffanie Sneffen. Her name's Stephanie, and he just mispronounces it. <laughs> I think his name's, he's got a real bad cold. Uh, oh, I think it's Sneffanie. <laughs> Did you just call me Sneffanie? Dive, Sneffanie. <laughs> it's definitely an, an, an inside Shit. joke. <laughs> Push me, Richard. Push me higher. <laughs> Dive, Sneffen. Uh, then, so then we've got these, these officers and this is where, uh, Skipper Bertram, who's like the leader, like the main dude yeah. of the Coast Guard. Men. Chet seems to be in charge yeah. for like the rest of this chapter and, and chief keeps looking for opportunities to be like, Oh, but, uh, but me. Yeah. But also me. Remember this, the rest of this is hilarious with the chief. Uh, so quick as a flash, the two smugglers disappeared into the water on the far side of the boat when they did not reappear, which I wonder, by the way, how long they waited. <laughs> like, they jump in and they go, hang on, guys. They'll come hang up. On. They'll resurface. They're going to resurface. Hang on a sec. <laughs> hey, they're not. They're not. They're not coming up. Should we do something? Shine the spotlight. Do you see bubbles? Well, we got to fire on. How long Pat. does that take? About three minutes. All right. Just fire it up. <laughs> get it started. Crank it up. Heave it up. <laughs> Uh, so then Chet called, I bet they're swimming underwater to the tunnel. Aren't we going after them? Uh, we, we sure are. Petty officer Bertram replied. Yeah. Hell yeah. Probably. (laughs) Is that what Coast Guardsmen would do? Yeah. Let's do it. (laughs) Tony, can you find the channel which leads to that tunnel? They're in front of it. Yeah. It's by the boat that the yeah. smugglers just abandoned. How could they at this point be like, man, I have no idea where the channel is. We're ne- they're gone. They're gone. We've we're lost never them forever. Them. Yeah. We've got our great searchlight. <laughs> it should be operational here in the next three to four days. <laughs> should be fine then. Uh, I think so, Tony answered, eyeing the smugglers' speedboat, which now, unattended, had been thrown violently by the waves onto some rocks. <laughs> How do you swim? How do you swim in water yeah. that is violently throwing a boat and you're you're underwater <laughs> fighting these currents in the dark? Like yeah. Even if you could open your eyes in the salt water and see, it's dark and the waves are such that it's crushing a boat. You're dead. You've yeah. died. Yeah. And that's... Uh, you're trying to get into a tunnel. That's underwater, like which you can't see. Yeah. 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 In salt water at night, yes, in tumultuous waves. And now you're two boys in who say that waves. looks like a good idea. Let's do that. Yeah, yeah. Hey guys, WW Sneffen D. That's 
what we that's, need we need wrist bracelets shirt. now <laughs> and, I mean, and we need wrist and not bracelets. wwsd but ww sneffin d <laughs> yeah. you need where can we get the Livestrong bracelets that's oh, that. I, I got reminderbands.com man i'm all over that okay we're, we're making those. my first rodeo <laughs> did i tell you what we made bands for before no uh we had this a dude in our fraternity named jay ray and for whatever reason, he's very chill. One of the nicest guys you'll ever meet. But that he, sounds like, like a chill name. Dressed in Hawaiian shirt, very much sort of like like the Jack dude. Johnson. Yeah, okay, um, I was way off. Yeah, way off. Yeah, uh, very very chill, goatee, shaggy hair. Mm-hmm. Um, and for whatever reason, uh, his one of his best friends of fraternity just called him a SoCal wuss bag all the time. He's like <laughs> Jay Ray is a SoCal wuss bag. Yeah, like, that's what it looked like. Um, so we made these red bracelets like the live strong oh rubber that said j ray is a socal wuss bag and we we made like 50 of them and everyone in the fraternity wore them yeah and our our goal like our, our agreement was you don't ever show anyone you don't show him mm. and i happened to be and we wore these things for like two weeks oh and i happened to be in the room when like and we had all been wearing these things like everyone so yeah. when j ray is sitting next to somebody and finally goes like Hey, what are those bracelets everyone's wearing? What does that say? And he like pulls the hand over and he's like, oh. And it was like two weeks. Well, we had ordered them. It took like three weeks for them to arrive. Yeah. And then two weeks of wearing. It was such a lovely payoff to have him discover it so organically. Oh. But WW Sneff and D, I think, would be another great. I do too. It would look like WW Sneffend. I wonder if we can get those printed before the live show and give them out it would be people amazing people are gonna want them well yeah the demand High is in demand. the demand is in what's the smallest order we can do we're gonna check this out during the break yeah I like this uh, where we go here um, uh, I bet they're swimming underwater to the tunnel aren't we going after them we sure are yeah um, Tony can you find the channel which leads to the tunnel I think so Tony answered eyeing the smuggler speedboat which is now oh yeah we already said okay, that yeah. Yeah, smashing against the rocks. So the the chief petty officer says, uh, "Then if you can find it, then we'll come aboard your boat." Uh, and he left two of his own men on board the Alice to guard it and to be guards. ready for any other smugglers. We're supposed to be guards and ready for any other smugglers who might be arriving at the hideout. Smart. But so all the coast guardsmen pile onto the Napoli. Yeah, and I have to imagine that there's a little like conversation where Chief Bertram's like, or Chief Petty Officer Bertram is like. And I'm the captain. <laughs> I'm now captain of the Napoli. <laughs> As he turns around and he looks up at the lights at the top of the boat and he's like, I don't think that's a bulb. That looks like a shoe and some laces <laughs> and a, and and a uh, canvas bag. And a ca- yeah. <laughs> some string. Uh, so they all, uh, they all, the rest of the crew, intruding, including Bertram himself. I knew you were going to love that. Yeah, that's yep. back to Herd Applegate yep. himself. Yep. Like the, Bertram himself, baby. The author seems like, <laughs> oh my God, Bertram himself is coming aboard. The Bertram, Chief Petty <laughs> Officer, Skipper Birdie of the Skip Alice. Skip Birdie. Skip Birdie of the <laughs> Alice. Uh, so they hop aboard and they enter the narrow passage between the tro- lock. They enter the narrow passage between the rocks leading to the tunnel. One of the enlisted men, I used to enlist it again, dude. <laughs> One of the enlisted men in the prow of the boat, once again, operated a portable searchlight. It only took 45 minutes <laughs> to warm up. Everyone kept looking for the swimmers as they went through the tunnel, but did not see them. This makes me wonder how long the tunnel is. 
because like it's the a good boys question. made their way through it slowly. Like it took them a while. Like Joe almost broke his ankle. Yeah. This book has no real estate. I never have an understanding of what anything looks like except for the telescope. And I know that somewhere at the uh, the Hamlin Company Theater, there's a flower pot on a windowsill. I know that. No we idea how long that this call tunnel back is. In a long oh, time. Man. Not since last episode. <laughs> So uh, they kept searching. So when the Napoli reached the pond, they shone the light around and they see the two smugglers dripping wet had just opened the secret door into the cliff. Obviously dripping wet. Didn't need to be told it, but <laughs> word count. Okay. I guess that confirmed the suspicions that they swam underwater. <laughs> uh, but we also saw them jump into the water. So not a huge surprise there. Like, oh, they did swim. Well, they darn. <laughs> What do you know? Yeah. It's a wet sniffing. <laughs> <laughs> so to their surprise, the door was not locked as they, uh, they, t- they turn off the engine. They jump up and try to get to this, uh, the secret door in the cliff. I'll go first, Bertram announced. But be careful, Chet begged. There may be a man with a gun on the other side. All right. Again, you this- go first. <laughs> <laughs> the, like... This is I love this dynamic of like police chief being like I'll do it and Chet being like Hey remember probably got a gun got guns yeah like oh, oh 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 yeah yeah good call good call <laughs> good thinking kid come on men uh, the officer ordered everyone to stand back as he pulled the door open he beamed the searchlight inside no one was in sight <laughs> come on men the skipper said excitedly man. There's still so much book left. I love it. Oh, yeah. Well, we really got like three, three pages. Pa- All right. I just want to get to... This might be a good place to stop. So they're, they're about to go in. Yeah. Let, no let, one's let's, in sight. Let's take a break here. Let's do it. Let's take a break. Here. When, when, when we pick back up, Tony and Chet, Bertram and the boys are all going to be entering the secret tunnel underneath the house on the cliff. And with that, the boys took a break. You didn't say anything. No, because I thought you nailed it there. I figured that's where we should end. I appreciate that. Yeah. Cue the ad. Break. Break. David. Hey, Sean. What's the worst part about getting food to your house? Uh, The delivery driver eating it before it arrives. Obviously. Yes. Uh, What would you say if I told you there was a service that was something like food delivery but beyond... How would you feel about that? I would feel great about that. I would feel something about artificial intelligence. Yeah. You would you would feel like it, it wasn't just delivery. It was, it a was the feeling. Journal. It was a feeling. <laughs> it was a feeling. <laughs> yeah, that's I mean that's the play I was going off of with this. Yeah. Um, but I'm proud to talk about our new sponsor. Ooh, who's our new sponsor? It's called Hoy's Delivery Service. Oh my goodness. And where the other companies stop at just dropping off your food, Brett's going to bring your food to your door and have a long conversation with you before you get to eat that food. This sounds like something I want to invest in. How much does something like this cost me? It's free. Free delivery? Free delivery. And the food is paid by? Free feelings. (laughs) And yet, Brett will buy the food. He doesn't care about money. He self-prepares it. Yeah. 
uh, I like this a lot. This is a good service. He'll also pick it up from any restaurant and tell you about how they prepared it. Oh, where so it was just, caught, how it was cooked, how long it took. Yeah. Okay, I like this and delivery service. And he's open to the challenge of like ordering Taco Bell, and he will chase their their uh, their food supply. Yes. Yes. Back. He'll go up the ladder. He'll he'll get the answers so that you know what's in the food you eat. Oh my goodness. Name a food. Quinoa. He delivers it. <laughs> yeah. Name another food. A steak. He delivers it. Oh my goodness. Name a third food. Chihuahua. He does not deliver Chihuahua. Guys, it's not funny to eat dogs. Stop. I was reading about. Uh, it's not Ho Chi Minh City, was it? Was like the the walled city in China. I think you're right. Is it Ho Chi Minh City? Ho yeah, 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 yeah. We're like. 50,000 people live in like two square blocks and they just kept building up on top of itself. Yeah. Yeah. It was like overrun with crime and yeah, it was there were amazing. all these it's shady restaurants such that a crazy actual sight. dog. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's what gave Brett the idea <laughs> to take food delivery to, to another the next level. level. <laughs> take it up to the next floor in Ho Chi Minh City. See, I'm... Uh, We've we've had other we've had I mean Postmates has been a sponsor Grubhub has of been course, a sponsor of course of course of course uh, Save the Dishes they've all been sponsors yeah. they've all been great to us we've made at least twenty figures easily but what are you missing from these companies a feeling a feeling a feeling and that's why so if you put these things if you imagine a graph yes. At the bottom, like low mm. bars on the graph, mm-hmm. are these other companies. Mm. Yeah. Tall bar on the graph is Hoy's delivery service. Yeah. Toy. Toy. Hoy has always been known for his height. Yeah. That's just a given. And who knows more about bars than a graphsman like Hoy? What? I don't know. I don't know where to take it. Were you going to say something about bars? No, you said it. You set the bar. You set the standard. Oh, nice. <laughs> that I did. Yeah. So the question is, how do we how do we learn more about Hoy's Delivery Service? How do we learn more about Hoy's Delivery Go Service? Go to hoysdeliveryservice.biz/internet <laughs> and use the coupon code. Tell them the coupon code. Uh, the coupon code is it's a feeling. All uppercase. Except for feeling, which every other letter is uppercase, but E's are threes. 2017. And then it'll be 15% more if you use that coupon code. Correct. Correct. But, but you're he delivering use, to a cause. But he will, yeah, and that cause is he's going to use the money he makes to further support the Hardy and Sons podcast. So it all comes back to us. It all comes back to us. It all centers around us. I like that. And that's it. So once again, that URL is. Uh, deliveryhoyservice.com slash biz and, and uh, that uh, coupon code is it's a feeling and tell them the marshmallow man sent you <laughs> and, we're, and back. we're back I we before we started recording the first half yeah we were talking about the the first five and like did these different authors like if Leslie yes. uh, David McFarland Leslie Charles Leslie McFarland wrote the first uh, 
20 something out of the first 25 or something like that. Yeah. I think um, he did 21 out of 25 or 20 out of 25. So I, f- I found a, research a resource yes? that says who wrote the outlines, who wrote the manuscript, and oh then my furthermore, gracious. who punched, like who made the edits in the 50s. Yeah. And then who wrote the new oh story? Oh my God. This edits. is a gold mine. Where did you find this? Wikipedia. Good old Wikipedia. Oh my goodness. But the truth about who wrote the first 25 books goes like this. Book one was written by Leslie McFarland. Yeah. Book two was written by Leslie McFarland. <gasps> Three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16. All written by Leslie David McFarland. Charles yeah. Leslie McFarland. I can't say it right. Um, he wrote the first 16 by himself. With outlines from Edward Stratemeyer, Stratemeyer yep. Syndicate, um, yep. and Stratemeyer's sister wrote some of the outlines of Ooh, the later interesting. ones. Stratemeyer did like the first eight, yeah, and then the other outlines. Uh, he sort of went back and forth with his sister. <laughs> then seventeen was written by Leslie McFarland and John Button together. Whoa! Then the next four were written like eight or three, I guess eighteen through twenty-one. Yeah were written by John Button. Oh, Button and went And then 22, solo. 23, 24. He buttoned up. Nice. Thank you. 23, 22, 23, 22, 23, 24 were Leslie McFarland again, and then he was done. And then he was out. He was out. But so this book right here is Leslie McFarland's work. This is not a Leslie. failed audition. Oh, my this is, God. This is the man who put his face behind the boys on a motorcycle. <laughs> This is his his decisions. <laughs> this book fed his family. Yep. That's all that matters. It's clear that he has just given up. Something is happening within the Great Depression right now they to where he just doesn't care. That's true. They can't all be highlights. Also, I'm curious what happens when uh, the sister comes along. Uh, what is it? Is it Strautmeyer? Yeah. 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 Whenever his sister comes in around book eight... What kind of spice does that add? Yeah. You know, female perspective. I'm excited to to get deeper into the series and start to to see that difference. But yeah, these first seven, when we really get to know the characters, when everything is established, yeah. it is it is Leslie McFarlane and, and Edward Stratemeyer. So we have doing it alone. Over a year. Uh so let's see, what is this? take we're like six months into this we do about oh no two a year. we started in december didn't we yeah yeah so we do we do about two a year yeah i mean if <laughs> so each... we're stuck with just solely leslie for the next two years for the next two years yeah. before we even get introduced to the button yeah oh my goodness to the button to the button john the button, button. <laughs> uh what are you thinking, Charles? Charles. But, you know, if if they can't all be highlights, again, I'd like to think that if someone in the future were reviewing our podcast, there's definitely weak episodes. Yeah, the majority of well, I mean, season one did have some great moments, uh, but it wasn't until episode four that we really found our struck. Red versus yellow. <laughs> yeah, red versus yellow. Was, yeah, was a turning I'll point never for forget us. that. Uh, oh my god. Oh, okay. Well, Never mind. I made a dumb mistake. These are all Nancy Drew books. And I, I saw that book eight. So I was like, I wonder what the first t- 
title of the one that he worked on Button with was, and it just said Nancy's mysterious letter. <laughs> and I was like, wow, Button really took it in another <laughs> <Yeah>. direction. <laughs> Nancy wrote a letter and didn't put a secret symbol under her name. There's usually the Hardy Boys novels in the back. Yours are in the front, I think. We did this before. Oh, is that how it works? Oh, you're right. Oh, I just lost my page. Uh, The Mystery of Cabin Island. That's the first one that uh, we changed the... Still Leslie McFarland, but we changed the person who wrote the outline. Yep. We add the wife into it. What's the first one that Button wrote? Which but, number? So 17, Secret Warning, was Button and uh, and McFarlane. And McFarlane. And then 21 was... And then 18, 19, and 20, and 21 are all John Button. John Button does four. Oh, so Twisted our Claw. boy Leslie came back with the flickering torch mystery. <laughs> and then melted coins... And then went out strong with shortwave mystery. <laughs> it's all about the shortwave mysteries. But I'm guessing he didn't write the titles. Like if, if these outlines are yeah, coming to him, that, I'm pretty sure that's he's what it was. Meat on the bones. Yeah, it's a different. It's a different situation. Oh my goodness! When we last left the boys, uh, they had just made it into the secret uh, tunnel. Yes, and they began searching. No one was in sight. Come on, men! The skipper said excitedly. So they, they start just going through the place, and they find the hallway with the three doors that the Hardys had uh, been held in one of the doors before. They search everywhere. Nobody. Yeah. Nothing. Which, like, they had to go up. They don't even talk about it, but, like, they... Uh, it just says the group quickly went along the route the Hardys had discovered earlier. But, like, this is climbing all those stairs, going through... Oh, yeah, all this the, Going insanity. through the room... Finding the hidden doorway behind yeah. the boxes that are yeah. held out on the plank <laughs> that extended from the door. And not, all of that is just skipped over. And I don't, I don't know if, like, I don't know how at this point they, like, didn't make it to the bottom of the stairs. If they saw the two guys climb through the secret door and then they went in the door, mm-hmm. how do they not, like, always hear them still running? Yeah, like, that's, like, how are they more yeah. than one room behind? That's a that's a like, great for them question. to go through everything and just no one's around. Like, what happened? How yeah. did you lose <laughs> the two guys? Yeah, the two smugglers that got away from us may have sounded an alarm. They probably set something heavy on top of this trap door to delay us. Oh, sorry. So they got to the trap door that the boys had gone out earlier that leads up into the woodshed. Yeah, and now something heavy is on top of it. Yeah, to delay them. Yeah. <laughs> Then we'll heave it off, Chet declared. It's just everyone's wet clothes. <laughs> just pile, just peeled just dripping off. Dripping through the door. <laughs> Quick, everyone, peel off your wet clothes. Pile Ooh, them up I got on a the little bit door. more of my clothes. I got a little of my skin. Oh, and, I, and I've still got nine pretzels in my wet pants. <laughs> he and Tony, with two of the enlisted men, put their shoulders to the trapdoor and heaved it with all their might. Heave! At last it raised a little. Then fell, then fell back into place. It isn't nailed shut from the other side at any rate, Bertram said. Give it another shove. The four beneath it tried once more. Now all could hear something sliding sideways. All together now, Chet said, puffing. One, two, three. They, the heave that followed did the trick. A heavy object above toppled with a crash, and the trap door opened. And it never says what the object was. No, it doesn't. No. Just there was a heavy yeah, object. Yeah, there's a heavy object. And to no surprise, 
As before, Chief Petty Officer Bertram insisted upon being the first one out. Insisted. Yeah, guys, 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 guys stay back. I'm going to go first. I'm cap- call me Captain. <laughs> call me Captain. Get on the Burr train. <laughs> Get aboard the Burr train. Uh, so there was not a sound from the grounds nor the house and not a light in evidence. He told the others to come up but cautioned, this may be an ambush. Watch your step. And if anything starts to pop... You boys go back down through the trap door. That's the second time. There was something before about like if things start popping. Yeah. You know, what's, that, what's the packing uh, thing? The, the, oh, bubble like the bubble wrap? Yeah. I imagine he says if anything starts to pop because he knows he has some in his pocket, then he just goes. What I say? <laughs> what I say? Go back down the hole. Get down. Get down. Uh, so suddenly. There's the sound of cars turning into the lane and leading to Pollock Place. The vehicle's lights were so bright that Bertram <laughs> said, I believe it's the police. This is also not the first time, or this is the first time, but it's not the last time that this statement is made. Right. And What's I didn't going know on police with the police lights? Because they're not saying they're multicolored lights. Yeah, it's, it's not like, just the strength of the headlights. Yeah. Really pumping out some wattage. <laughs> yeah. No one, no one's got wattage like the headlights. Yeah. Those things Ford must take ten minutes to power oh on. Oh my god! How brilliant those are. But uh, they they uh, they assume it's the police, and then a few moments later, the cars reached the rear of the old house, and state troopers piled out. And you betcha, Chief Petty Officer Bertram <laughs> hurried forward to introduce himself. <laughs> Captain Ryder. Me first, me first, me first. Captain Ryder, Captain Ryder, Captain Ryder, Captain Ryder. I'm the chief. I'm the Burr Train. You can climb aboard this. I'm the chief. Petty officer. (laughs) You can just call me chief for short. (laughs) Did you just cock your gun, enlisted Coast Guardsman? As he winks. You did it again. You did it again. You keep doing it. Stop. Are you just ejecting bullets now? The two held a whispered conversation. <laughs> and that is a real sentence in this book. He runs over. Ooh, 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 ooh. Captain Ryder. <laughs> I'm Chief Burke. <laughs> How are you? <laughs> I could tell that it was you guys. How do you guys? How powerful your lights were. How do you guys get your lights so darn bright? <laughs> <laughs> Is there like a secondary function, like a low beam and a high beam? What's going on? What kind of power do those things take? (laughs) Kind of batteries. And why do you turn them on right away? We always wait a few minutes. (laughs) Should have waited till you pulled up. Oh, I like your mustache. Is that real or is it a theatrical? Is that something from the Morley Company? (laughs) What's going on? Did you get that from Schwartz's costume shop? There's only three wig shops in Bayport. Yeah, and you, you hit up the right one. It looks great. Just as the men see... Oh, from what the boys overheard, they figured that the troopers planned to raid the house. We're going to raid we the go. house. Here we go. Oh, my God. Buckle. You died up, at this. You buddy. died at this. Oh, my God. So just as the men seem to, to have reached... We're about to derail this bird train. Oh, baby. Just as the men seem to have reached a decision, everyone <laughs> was amazed to see a man appear... At the rear window of the second floor hall, he held a gun in his right hand, but with his left, he gestured for attention. 
I imagine it was in a very Italian manner. <laughs> Hello? How do you, like, how pathetic is this, like, like wave the gun hand for attention. Yeah, no. Don't hold the gun in one hand and He doesn't know what to do with his hands. With yeah. the other. I just imagine he was there for a while, and he raised the gun, and then he kind of looks at it, and then raises his other hand next to him, and he looks at the other hand, he's like, huh. <laughs> Lowers the gun, do? just keeps the hand there, does huh. vice versa, looks at just Try the gun. a couple things. Yeah. Puts the gun in his mouth, puts both hands up. So he gestures for attention. Doesn't say that he got it. It just says he <laughs> gestured, gestured for attention. And then I'll let, you, I'll let you take it. My name's Snapman, he announced with a theatrical wave of his hand. <laughs> That's what I love. <laughs> just like the... Hello! Snapman. <laughs> Just presenting a <laughs> uh, little wink. God, that is amazing. Before you storm this place, I want to talk to you. I know you've been looking for me and my men a long time, but I'm not going to let you take me without some people on your side getting killed first. He paused dramatically. <laughs> Come to the point, Snapman. <laughs> I just like how... It- he paused dramatic. Like, I'd like to imagine that he ca- he's he, another, holding a pose at this point. Another yeah, the theatrical hand wave. Yeah. Is he d- everyone's pause. looking around like, is he done? Is he going to say anything else? Come to the point, Snatman. Captain Ryder called up to him. He too had a gun poised <laughs> for action. Should this become necessary, he looks at everyone. He's like, should I raise my other hand? <laughs> All the cops have guns in their right hands Everyone, and their yeah, left hands flared out in the, in the air, just presenting like a gymnast. <laughs> that is the greatest image ever. <laughs> They're all hand on the hip. The spotlight Stick from the headlights tush. of the car is just hitting Snatman, too. So it's almost like this theatrical <laughs> beam, like a Leco is just lighting him up. <laughs> I mean, the smuggler cried out, that I got three hostages in this house. Fenton Hardy and his two sons. Chet and Tony jumped. The boys had found their father only to become captives themselves. Mm, That's deep. And I wrote, yeah, because they're (laughs) bad detectives. Yes, very much so. What Chet and Tony don't know is that they were captured three times. Yeah, I guess they don't know this. Three times Fenton Hardy was captured. The yes. boys were only captured twice. Yes. Uh, but yes, this is... Well, so far. So far, that's true. <laughs> We've got another chapter. We've got a whole other chapter. Uh, and now the three of them will be used as hostages, asked the narrator. What's the rest, Captain Ryder asked acidly. So Snapman's like, let me and my men go, and one will be... Let me and my men go. We'll clear out of here. One will stay behind long enough to tell you where the Hardys are. Mm. Snapman now set his jaw. But if you come in and try to take us, it'll be curtains for the Hardys. I like that line. But the term set his jaw to me means this entire time his jaw is dislocated. And, and, and like hanging really low down. Yeah. My name's Snapman. Yeah. Dramatic pause. <laughs> Here's what I want to do, <laughs> but for him to say like somebody will stay back here and let you know where the Hardys are, but if yeah. you come in, we'll kill the Hardys. Yeah, 
So the Hardys are definitely in the house. Yeah, clearly. <laughs> like, by this rationale, like, I feel like Captain Ryder, like, winks at the guys next and like, yeah. okay. I imagine the Hardys are just, there's got to be a window upstairs. I imagine they're standing in the window doing the Team America hand. Like, it's, it's me, me. It's, it's me. me. Hey, smugglers in the window. <laughs> yeah. What, what are they doing? It looks like they're shouting, kiss me, kiss me. One's wearing a man's bathrobe. <laughs> <laughs> are those denim turbans? <laughs> Where did they even get those? <laughs> Schwartz, Schwartz, uh, Chet and Tony's heart sank. Hearts sank. What was going to be the result of this nightmarish <laughs> dilemma? The narrator asks. This is so amazing. It's just such good writing. It really is. See, I feel like if we wrote a book trying to emulate this style, it would be so hard to do because oh yeah, it's hard to write bad. Well, people would think like, oh, that's too ridiculous. Like, they wouldn't say that. Like, yeah. you, you pushed it too far. And it's like, no. Yeah, we didn't go no, far enough. we did not. This is We're not even do. having them doing ballerina poses. There's not even Hold. theatrical waves of yeah. our hands. Uh, so, he, so here we begin Act 3. Yeah, the switch of perspectives. And now we have joined Frank, Joe, and their father. It's been a while. And... These boys are stupid. They are insanely stupid. And Amazingly stupid. So, so okay, we just need to read it. You want to take it in the meantime? In the meantime, Frank, Joe, and their father, for the past hour, had despaired of escaping before Snapman might carry out his sinister threat. After the smuggler left the attic, they had heard hammering and suspected the smugglers were nailing bars across the door. The Hardys tiptoed to the foot of the stairway, only to find their fears confirmed. If those bars are made of wood, Frank Frank whispered, whispered, maybe we can cut through them with our knives without too much noise. If those bars are made of wood... If those bars are made of wood, maybe we can cut through them without making any noise with our knives. And I wrote, Frank is unfamiliar with wood. <laughs> if you have a, if you have a exactly handsaw, what I thought. Yeah. if you have a handsaw, yeah. you can cut through wood and it takes a while. Also, and it's noisy. Here's the thing, though. You have a small pen yeah. knife. Which is dull, dull from chipping paint flecks off cars <laughs> for the past 16 Not just years. that. They're hammering something in. What else would it be? If the, what yeah, element if is just laying around that they're just like? It's the twenty. Here's it's this carbon. Like, here's <laughs> this aluminium. We can put up a, a metal plate over the door. <laughs> but if they were, and they're going to, to cut through these these bars. Yeah, there's bars nailed across the door. Yeah, presumably. There are nails on both sides of the bar. Like, so you're looking at the door. There's a bar that goes from the left side of the door to the right side of the door. Mm-hmm. And there's nails on the left side of the door. And there's the nails right on the right side of the, side of the yeah, door. Yeah. Let's say you cut through that. You cut a, a line <laughs> through this wood silently. Sure. Sure. Let's say that you can do that with a knife. <laughs> yeah. Cut through a two by four. <laughs> with your knife. I feel like we silently. This is a challenge for us now. We have to see if we can do this. We can't. Well, yeah, I, I can tell you right now, yeah. we can't. Yeah, I'm with you. We can't. But let's say you cut through it. Now you have two boards. Yeah, they're still nailed in. Each nailed <laughs> to either side 
which means that at some point you have to break them. them too. Well, I was saying like, you, oh yeah, you, you can't still break through. Them. Yeah, like you're gonna have to splinter these boards. Like the nails are gonna have to get pulled out of the wall. They're going to drop to the ground on the other side. Yeah, and Coyote! and to say nothing, <laughs> Cayude, and to say nothing of how noisy these steps are, which on their way up, <laughs> right. they had to hold down with their hands and raise up to their full body I forgot body weight. about that. Yeah, the creepy child crawl. How did they get down these steps without making noise? Yeah. Because they would have had to crawl with their hands and knees, hold the board down, and then step down onto that board. There's with no way to do up. this without making noise. Yeah. yeah. Nails up, like Home Alone at the end. Yep, you're darn tootin'. Uh, I like how, as we entered that part... Both of us put our books down. Like we're going to be here for a minute. Oh yeah, is, there's no doubt we're not yeah, going there's to. No be. reason to move on. I mean, yet. honestly, this is where the majority of my notes are are within the next couple pages because it's so silly. We'll try. His father agreed. Joe, take that knife I got from Malloy. Remember M- Malloy, the sleeping guard, the truculent guard. <laughs> As Detective Hardy sat on the steps, leaning weakly against the wall. How do you lean weakly? <laughs> He leaned just, against the wall. I'm not going to put too much pressure on it. It's going to be a very <laughs> weak thing. <laughs> I guess I'll lean on this wall. I don't want to fully commit to the lean. So his two sons got to work. They managed to maneuver the knives through the crack near the knob. Finding the top of the heavy crossbars. Heavy crossbars. Mm, mm. The boys began to cut and hack noiselessly. So that... <laughs> I don't know if you knew this. Isn't possible. I think there's one thing you can cut noiselessly, and it's... Oh, man, I I almost caught myself in a dumb joke. I was going to say it's cheese, but there's like a lame cutting the cheese joke, which I wasn't going for. I was picturing Uh, like the wire cutting the cheese. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get you. I get you. I get you. Yeah, yeah. I suppose a hot knife through butter would be noiseless. Other than that... You can't cut stuff silently. Even scissors make noise when you cut oh, paper yeah, yeah. or cloth. Yeah. Like I was cutting cotton hmm. and stuff to make these cloud lights last weekend. It, yeah. It makes noise. Everything I'm, makes noise when you cut it. Yeah, I'm trying to think right now. What can I cut? Except butter. Yeah. 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 But you know what definitely makes noise when you oh, cut human it? Human skin. Wood. Yeah, human skin. Yeah, I can cut human skin without a noise. But hair, human hair you can't cut without oh, a noise. Oh, no, not with scissors, but with a knife I could. I feel like you're still going to get a little tear sound. Did you get a knife? <laughs> hey. I've censored with these hey, mics. Let's settle it at the live show. I like that. Now we're talking. Okay. Yeah. Okay. We're going to give uh, pen knife haircuts, anyone who wants nice. them. Nice. Yeah. <sighs> so noiselessly... Uh, Frank's knife was already dull, and it was not long before Joe's became so. This greatly hampered the progress. Why did that need to be in there? It didn't. (laughs) And I think just to say, like, what a dumb idea this is, where if partway through their first cuts, the knives are already dull and it's hampering their work, like, at a point, it's just not going to work. Yeah. At a point, you're like... At a point, you essentially have like a butter knife. Yes. Well, I'm also and you upset can't too. That cut a board with a butter knife. It says they're hacking. Now, does that mean they're just like stabbing at it, just going like an ice pick, just chipping away? Or does that mean there's noise? Yeah, I had imagined slicing because they say hacking. 
I think like an axe would hack. Like yeah. That's what I'm... Because you would be sawing. Yeah. So this would be sawing. That would also be slicing. This is specifically saying hacking, which means they're doing this. And then they're also cutting through beams in the ground, right? So there's not much room to get through. So I think like the crack of the door, of the like, door. You, like if you look at this door, like to the right of the doorknob. Yeah. There's enough of a gap there that they're putting their knife through and and cutting the bar on the other side. So that means they're taking the knife fully away and with precision coming down like an axe through that tiny crack hitting the board. Unless they're literally just going like a doctor hitting someone in the knee with, like checking with the a hammer. Yeah, I yeah. think that's Ding. what it is. Ding. But either way, flick the wrist. Half flick an hour later. The boys' arms were aching so badly that Frank and Joe wondered how they could continue. I know what happens they here. suck so bad. Go ahead. What happens here? They're thinking. They're talking to each other. I don't know how we can go on. And then a voice enters. You boys need a wrist massage? It's Bill Jones. Bill Jones. He's been He's... in the room the whole time. He had to reciprocate the favor. <laughs> Actually, that would really help, Mr. Jones. <laughs> By the way, that's my real name. <laughs> Look at my He's ID. wearing a shirt that says, hi, my name is Bill Jones. Dad, we better find out in the next chapter something about Bill this Jones. This was the one time they could have brought Bill Jones back. Yep. The boys talking about painful, painful wrist wrists. experiences. Their uh, arms were aching. Yep. So they wondered how they continued, but the thought that their lives were at stake drove them on. And I, I thought of 127 hours. Yeah. The guy who cut his arm off. Yeah. Oh god. That, These that boys are just trying to like lazily cut through a board, and they're like, "I don't think I can do it, <laughs> but our lives are at stake, so I must." You guys suck. You're yeah. Just. But, don't worry, they get worse. <laughs> so they would rest for two or three minutes and then continue their efforts. Finally, Joe finished cutting through one bar and started on the second of the three they had found. Ten minutes later, Frank managed to cut through his. Now we can take turns, he told his brother. Working this way, with rest periods in between, the boys found the task, the task less arduous. Like, how lame. Why write it in here of, like, the boys needed to take breaks? <laughs> Like, just either don't make them take breaks or like, yeah. like, or something else. Like they've got a tool or they found some clever way that they could like push the nail out or it's like yeah. if they just pushed on the plank. Cause you could do that too. If, oh, that's if what these I was things are nailed if in, put pressure on if it you and pushed just hard enough, yeah. it's just the nails are going to come out. Yeah. They didn't screw it in. No. They hammered it in. And you have snapmen yelling and waving guns and cops. It's like, there's enough noise going on to where you can just... Start putting a little shoulders yeah, into it. there's a megaphone it. outside. Yeah. Stuff is happening. Yeah. Um, but instead, the narrator tells us that they can take turns hacking lazily at so, a... Wait, is this in the meantime, meaning this is going on at the same time as all that? Yes. Because that's... They're doing this for 10 minutes. How long is Snapman theatrically waving his gun and arms to these police officers? That's a great question. Because this is clearly 10 minutes later, and I don't know how long they sawed for. Uh, well, at but least, before I get ahead of myself. Well, we know they sawed for at least a half an hour. Yeah. 
And then, uh, and then another ten minutes. So yeah. We're at forty minutes, <laughs> and then they took turns, um, which I would assume, I would assume takes another with, twenty minutes. Well, they have rest periods too. How long are your rest periods? You know, they're going to work in a sandwich break. <laughs> <laughs> have a couple cookies. Got a couple pretzels. Still got some pretzels, in pocket. cookies, and chocolate. And chocolate. Bar. <laughs> the chocolate bar. We're almost free. Joe finally said, hopefully. And I thought, Joe, shh. <laughs> What is the point in cutting noiselessly through this wood if you're just going to be like, oh, thank We're almost God. free. Hey, Relax. Dad. Just then, the Hardys heard cars coming into the driveway. Ooh. And they were sure that the police had arrived because of the illumination flooding the place, even to the crack under the attic door. I have to look into police headlights in the 30s. Or fifties, yeah, whatever, it was. and just see what they were How rocking. That everyone was like, were. "Those are the police lights." Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> it's the only cars with lights. Maybe so. It was less than a minute later that they heard the cars coming to a stop outside, and then Snapman's voice bargaining for his own life in exchange for his hostages. So yeah, we don't know what's happening for the four. Let's say an hour. Yeah, let's say an hour that they've been cutting through the, these boards. What? Where have the smugglers? Has Snapman just been standing in the window waiting? Because hang on, what his hand? But with his left hand, he gestured for attention. Has he been <laughs> gesturing for attention for an hour? Like, why don't they see me? How could, how Maybe if I switch me? to my right hand and put the gun in my left, how could he see me? <laughs> oh, JP. Uh. So, uh, let's break down the door and take our chances. Frank whispered hoarsely. No, his father said. Snapman and his men would certainly shoot us. Guys. Shh. <laughs> <laughs> this is, Dad. Do you, shh. do you remember when they were down in the corridor before, like on the other side of the door, listening to the smugglers, like interrogate Hardy? Yeah. And they're talking to each other on the yeah. other side. And we in were yelling. picturing like the shot from the other side of the door from what they're on, like the smuggler side. And everyone's just looking at the door, listening to the boys being, no, shh, you stop it. Put your clothes on. What are you doing? Give me Is the that binoc- a denim dermot? Give me the binoculars. Yeah. Give me the binoculars. Give me another pretzel. I'm hungry. I need quick energy food. Oh, How about a salted? Bar? This is perfectly salted. <laughs> what a great salted <laughs> ring. You know what? I feel like the, 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 the water absorption in, in the pretzel really, you know, it moistens it up. I kind of like a moist pretzel. I'm just saying it's softer. But harder at the same time. <laughs> I just wanted to leave you in this bit by yourself forever. I could keep going. I like this bit a lot. And David never recovered. <laughs> what if Snapman was just sitting in a chair across from the door with a gun for an hour watching this knife point come through and hack? And he's just watching them make it through these logs. And now he's listening to them. He's like, Guys, just come out so I can shoot you. Be done with this. I like that. I imagine he's also silently hammering more boards. <laughs> so like, it's underneath it. So they keep cutting. They're like, wow, this is a really long board. <laughs> every time they cut one, he just moves every it wrist, down. Yeah, every break. He's just... <laughs> <laughs> just torturing them. Oh, oh snapping. So, so Dad's man. like, no, Snapman's going to shoot us. So at this instant, Frank gave a low cry of glee. <laughs> Guys, shh. 
st- I can't stress how important it is that you not make noise. His knife had just hacked through the last wooden bar. So they, oh, they still weren't done. So this is probably hour 15. Yeah. Oh, they're, they're deep in. Turning the knob, he opened the door and the three hardies stole silently from their position. Again, not silent. It's an old wooden house. Yeah. That, that boards have just fallen <laughs> off the door and splintered in half. Have you seen, have you seen, I think you should leave. Oh, that's the funniest show ever. So the first scene in that is him like, he finishes up a job interview and he goes to leave and he pulls on the door and the guy's like, oh, looks like that one's a push. And he's like, no, 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 this one goes both ways. I was here yesterday. And then proceeds to just slowly tear the door off its hinges and break it. That's... That's the same sound the Hardys are doing as they <laughs> just splinter the wood. It's squeaking and creaking. Oh, I need to rewatch that series, dude. I binged that in what, like an hour? Wasn't it like, yeah, like six, 50, 15 six, minute 15 episodes? Minute episodes or I just watched two of them yesterday. It's the funniest oh, show in the world. Uh, so Frank, if you like the present, a- eat the receipt. <laughs> Did you see that one yet? Did you use too small of a slice? <laughs> His knife had just hacked through the last wooden bar, turning the knob. They stole silently from their prison. Uh, from the bedroom doorway, they peered out to where Snapman was still trying to bargain with the police. No one else was around. The boys and their father looked at one another, telegraphing a common thought. <laughs> Want some okay. ice cream, Doc? <laughs> yeah. So they're shining at this moment. They all at have this the moment. Shining. Yeah. Uh, they, so this is their idea, the common thought. They would rush the king of the smugglers and overpower him. Even though a few sentences before that, Daddy Hardy said, don't do that because he will shoot us. So now you're going to war cry and charge this man with your two children and your weak laying against the wall so you're already famished. (laughs) I feel like... The war cry would not be a part of their plan, but it would be something that they all did instinctively. Yeah. Just some sort oh, no of... No doubt about it. You know, they've got a, 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 a some sort of thing that they do yeah. together when same, they shower. Same with, same with a secret mark under their names when they write letters. Yeah. Not under duress. Yes, that's right. Yes. Uh, but, man, these this is just a bad idea. It's a terrible and idea. And unfortunately for us, it's totally going to work. Oh yeah, there's there's no way it's the next chapter is just going to be called um, overpowering Snapman. <laughs> <laughs> you know, this is so so that is the last line of the chapter. Yes, is the thought of oh, they're going to overpower the king of the smugglers? Is that yeah. how it's written? Yes, the king himself of the smugglers. Yeah, uh, yeah, they would rush the king of the smugglers and overpower him. It's just. Like, they've tried this before. Yeah. And failed twice. Yeah. At exactly They all this. are just getting ready to yell, Okay, you <laughs> Just wrist chops. You know what I would, I would like this to end? On. Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid style. To where they burst through the door, Snapman turns, gun points at him, freeze frame. Have you seen Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid? No. Okay, then never mind. But you just described to me the ending of Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. Yeah. I would like it to end like that. 
the book just so we don't know what happens. No, it's over. Okay, a freeze frame for a book. <laughs> yeah, just the illust. We flip the page, and all that's left is an illustration of <laughs> just that confrontation. Yeah. <laughs> at the end, and Pretzel Pete's there for some reason. For We're some reason, like, there's a squid in the background. Oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> is that Biff? Callie has a, a little Biff. Callie has what a kangaroo. Yeah. Uh, uh, Morton. Yeah. Morton has the kangaroo. Oh, Morton has the yeah. kangaroo. Yeah. yeah. Callie, <laughs> Callie has a cake. <laughs> Getting kicked in the side <laughs> of the head. Still the best artwork I've done this oh entire God, season. Good. It's good. Uh, but I do, I actually think I know what happens. I think. I think they overpower him and the book resolves. Well, to overpower the- a man, you need a car that has overpowering horsepower. And I think that these boys are going to get a Bentley in chapter two. Oh, you were close. No, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. But to to tell you the truth, I'm not quite done yet. Oh, you're not done yet? Good, because I I can think of a better transition here. You think of the better transition. But I'm thinking, like, if you're going to overpower him and you run up, like, your only move is to push him out the second floor window. Yeah. Like, grabbing him and pulling him inside only gives him a chance to shoot you with the gun he has. <laughs> so, unless you're going to, like, chop his wrist instantly. Yeah. You're, Which I, we already know they're fantastic at. Yeah. But they did that last time and then got captured again. That's very true. So You're not wrong. I'm, I'm thinking, unfortunately, the best move here is to throw Snapman out the window, which from two stories up, <laughs> won't kill him. Give him the push. It won't kill him. Yeah. But it'll definitely disarm him. He's not going to hang on to that gun when you oh, drop two stories. I don't stories. know. I see this going the way of the exorcist. They give him a push. All of a sudden, he goes down the edge of the cliff, snaps his neck. Oh, my God. You know what I'm saying? That's how the exorcist ends. Have you never seen the exorcist? I don't like scary movies. The movie takes place in Pilot Place. It's a haunted house. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. How many yeah. of the characters are named Felix in that? Uh, every single one of them. Wow. Every single one of them. Yeah, so so that's, I think the right move here is to shove Snapman out the window. Yeah, he's going to break a bone or two, but he's going he's gonna to do enough jail time where he'll heal. It's not like you're, and, like... What are they going to do? Sue for like, well, now I can't make my living. I need workman's comp. You're a smuggler. Yeah. Yeah. This isn't like, oh, what a shame. He's not going to be able to lift those <laughs> Japanese silk bolts. Those are heavy. We know those are heavy. Those he's are a- all heavy. And and he's in pretty good shape. He silently nailed in all those boards. Dude, I think that would have been the funniest thing in the world. Him just giggling on the other side. Just, just messing with the Hardys. But that would mean this is like a prestige situation where he's got a twin brother. If you haven't seen the prestige, I just I ruined the movie the for you. Okay, good. <laughs> and that's the prestige. That's the prestige. My cocaine. That's have good. you heard that? Have yeah, you ever yeah, we to say his name? We have talked about that on podcast. Yeah. yeah, I like that. What are you looking up on your phone? Nothing. Are you looking up words that rhyme I'm with cheating. 20? I'm <laughs> cheating. I, I don't have a good one. Well... I I stopped you before. Yeah. I'm ready now for you to end the podcast. <sighs> so no pressure, but go. On your mark. Um, Get set. Go. Ask me how many boys in this book 
uh, get undressed. How many boys in this book get undressed? Hmm. Plenty. I would imagine more in chapter 20. There you go. Yeah. There you go. That's good. It it was all right. (laughs) I'm proud of you. (laughs) Thank you. And with that, the boys ended the podcast.